Hey, I'm Rachel May, country singer-songwriter and host of Mama's Cup of Ambition, the podcast for ambitious mamas with big dreams and little kids. Or maybe your kids aren't so little anymore, but your dreams are still just as big as ever. Wherever you find yourself in your motherhood journey, if you've got ambitious goals that you're longing to achieve and you're looking to spark inspiration, cultivate motivation, and develop community with like-minded mamas, you're in the right place. As a new mama myself, I created this show as a place for honest and empowering conversations about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and dream chasing. So grab a notebook, top off that cup of coffee, and let's turn our goals into action plans and our dreams into reality together. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mama's Cup of Ambition. I have been thinking about you all week, and I don't know if I've told you lately how much I appreciate you tuning in, but I'm going to tell you today because I really do. And I'm not just saying that. I think as podcasters, sometimes it's really easy to like get obsessed with the number of downloads that you have for each episode. And I think sometimes it kind of feels like a podcast isn't growing at the pace you think it should when you're working hard behind the scenes to build and grow your show. But for me, every time I log in to the back end of my podcast, and my distributor, Buzzsprout, and I look at the analytics, I don't just see numbers. Like I literally, I see you. And I feel like I can imagine you tuning into the show while you're on your way to work or serving up yet like another toddler snack, (laughs) like I do all day, every day, or cleaning your house or trying to make a dent in the never ending mountain of laundry because it can't just be me that never sees the bottom of the basket, right? (laughs) So I know it sounds cheesy, but it's 100% true. And I see you when I'm recording or drafting my outlines and notes for these shows. And it honestly makes the process so much fun. And I just wanted to start the show today by telling you that, that I see you, not in a weird way. (laughs) But I'm always thinking about you when I'm creating these shows. And I was just in Buzzsprout. That's my podcast distributor. I was just in there before I started recording. And it just, yeah, I was thinking about that. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to make sure that I start the show today by saying just how much I appreciate you being here. So there you have it. Um, And if you're brand new around here, welcome, welcome. I'm so freaking happy you're here. And I hope that if you haven't already, you'll come find me on Instagram so we can get to know each other a little bit better. You can find me at Mama's Cup of Ambition. And I try to follow everyone back there, but sometimes I just get a little backed up. So if you follow me and I don't follow you back, send me a DM or something and let me know. Because when I say I want to get to know you better, I genuinely mean it. I'm not just saying that. Anyway, you've probably already gathered what's on the menu for today's show based on the title of the episode, but in case you haven't picked up on it yet, today we're talking about a topic that I know many of us mamas struggle with, feeling like we're too old to pursue our dreams. It's a really common fear that can hold us back from taking that first step toward our goals. But the truth is, age is just a number, and it's never too late to chase your biggest dreams. And I really believe that with the right mindset and approach, you can overcome that fear and take action toward your goals. And the timing of this episode feels perfectly aligned because when this episode goes live, it will be my birthday week, and I'm going to be turning 
40 Wonderful, the big four one. And side note here, I was just listening to the song Strawberry Wine by Dina Carter. You remember that song? And I have to say the line where she says, I still remember when 30 was old. <laughs> like that just hit different today for some reason. It just, it hit different. <laughs> but I'll tell you that coming right out and saying my age like I just did, getting to that point is something that has taken a whole lot of counter conditioning for me because like you may have heard me talk about before, it was basically drilled into my mind over many years in my music career that age mattered. I mean, while I was living in Nashville, I was even coached by industry A&R and record label folks to lie about my age. And at the time, that really messed with me. Like, I believed it. I bucked up against it, and I refused to play the game of lying about my age because, I mean, (laughs) obviously, if I'm lucky, I'm going to continue to age, right? Like, we all are. And eventually, the cat's going to be out of the bag. And my audience, who, by the way, is also aging, they're going to know that I was lying about my age. And then what, right? So I would never do that. I never played by the rules, and that probably didn't get me very far in Nashville, but I'm proud of my decision. I could just never understand like what the end game was there. But still, that messaging, it really messed with my head. And I always felt like, especially as a woman in the industry, there was a real sense of urgency and importance placed on my age with regard to my relevance and career longevity, which was really frustrating. And on top of all of that, I put off having kids and growing my family for the same reasons. Even though becoming a mama was something that I really wanted, I had this story playing in my mind that it would be the death of my career because not only was I going to continue to age, but to also have children, where would my music fit in then, right? (laughs) It's ridiculous. I know, but this was the headspace that I was occupying. And I've shared openly on this show about the identity crisis that hit me hard in early motherhood. I mean, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you're probably sick and tired of hearing me talk about it at this point. (laughs) But it really hit me like a ton of bricks. And I felt buried by the sinking feeling that those record execs had been right and that my time was up. It was like looking at the expiration date on a carton of milk. Like it felt that cut and dry for me. Like, well, you're done. You can just flush those dreams down the drain because you missed your best buy window. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you that that's a really crappy place to be mentally, especially when you're trying to take care of a tiny human. And if I'm really honest, there were also some pretty toxic messages mixing and mingling in my mind as well around what a mom looks like and which boxes I was allowed to tick now that I was embodying this new role of motherhood. And I've since taken a much closer look at that mindset and whether or not I choose to buy into the idea that my worth and relevance is tied up to my age. And the answer is a resounding no. No, I do not. I don't believe that creativity has an expiration date. And I do believe that as long as our dreams continue to beckon for us, it's because we're meant to continue pursuing them at any age. But just because I chose not to buy into that BS and I'm learning to embrace my age rather than to fear it, that doesn't mean that the mental train wreck just vanished. I mean, the idea 
that I'm too old to still be chasing after my dreams, that's crept up on me in a variety of ways with each passing year and with every gray hair that sprouts up on my head. And when I look in the mirror, my eyes still go straight to the increasing number of forehead lines that I see showing up these days. And they may as well be flashing neon signs that say, you're getting old. (laughs) I hate to admit that I'm bothered by that, but it's the truth. And we're friends here, so I'm not going to give you anything less. It's a lot, I know. And this isn't intended to be a therapy session episode, I promise. But what I'm trying to say here is that that messaging that I swallowed about time running out on my dreams, it got to me in some big ways. Like where my music is involved, I really started hiding how strong my desires and ambitions were because I think part of me started to believe that people were thinking to themselves like, oh, how sad that she's still chasing that dream at her age. And if she still hasn't achieved all that she'd hoped to by now, when is she just going to let it go? So it was like to protect myself from the disappointment of others that, frankly, I made up in my mind. I just started acting like I didn't really want all those things anymore. It was like I just convinced myself that if I pretend I don't want those dreams of mine anymore, then no one will feel sorry for me for getting older and not reaching all of the milestones that I had hoped to up to that point. Does that make sense? Um, And you'll be happy to know that I did, in fact, unpack a lot of this with the support of a therapist. But the truth is, I do still have all of those musical dreams and ambitions. Like, they are just as strong as ever. And I've done a really good job up to this point of stifling them, but that's not working anymore. They refuse to just sit quietly in the background. So I'm changing the narrative of my own story at the age of 41, and I'm jumping back into it. And you know what? It's terrifying. And it's brought up every troll of self-doubt and insecurity I have. It's been a real mess, if I'm completely honest. Like, my emotions have been all over the place with this journey. And sometimes I feel like I have those record execs in Nashville in my subconscious monitor on a loop telling me that time's running out and I ought to just accept that I missed the window. But that just tells me that I'm really onto something big here because I'm always met with my strongest resistance when I'm stepping into something meaningful. And I'm telling you all of this today for two reasons. One, because I strongly believe in the power of vocalizing a dream. I feel like it gives it life. It helps hold you accountable to your own intentions when you allow others to come alongside you. So this is me vocalizing my own intention to get back into action with my music. And I'm giving you full permission here to hold me to it. (laughs) Um, But the second reason that I'm sharing this with you here today is because chances are you have your own metaphorical version of my Nashville record execs. And I just want to get in your ear and remind you that just like it's not too late for me, it's not too late for you either. And I know that sometimes we can see other people achieving their dreams and it's easy to feel like we're falling behind or that we've missed the boat on our dreams, especially in motherhood. Like you look around, particularly on social media, and it feels like everyone's just out there flourishing and making moves. And meanwhile, you're over here trying to squeeze in a little step here and there where you can in between diaper changes 
messages and praying that no one skips their nap because it's literally the only chance you have to do anything for yourself. And you start to wonder if you'll ever get momentum going and it feels like you're just too late. It's a really defeating place to be and I know that because I've experienced all of those things myself. It's really easy to start to feel like time is just running out, especially when we've got small children to care for. And we start to feel like, gosh, I wish I would have just started earlier, like I'm already so behind. But the truth is, there's no right time to pursue your dreams. Life is unpredictable and circumstances can change at any moment. So it's not too late to pursue your dreams. And things tend to always happen right on time anyway. And I really think like your journey isn't going to look like anyone else's and that's okay. So you've probably heard me mention on the podcast here recently that in the Ambitious Mamas Club this quarter, we've been reading Find Your Unicorn Space by Eve Rodsky. And by the way, if you don't know what the Ambitious Mamas Club is, that's my accountability group for mamas with big dreams. And we have a quarterly book club feature. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's what I'm talking about. But anyway, we've been reading Find Your Unicorn Space by Eve Rodsky this quarter. And there's a passage in this book that really hit me. Well, actually, the whole book has been hitting home for me, but this part really spoke to what I'm talking about here today. So I wanted to share this little bit from the book with you. Beware of the 10-year fear gap, comparable to the pay gap that disproportionately affects women after their first child is born and grows larger with each additional child. The following trend emerged in my interviews. Those women who'd sidelined their unique talents and interests in order to focus more time and energy on their families felt the passion gap alongside the fear gap widen with each child and every passing year. Those women who'd relinquished their unicorn space for more than 10 years felt proportionately much more reticent and often fearful to rediscover and reclaim it. So in other words, we need to start reconnecting with our dreams and making them a priority now because the fear gap only grows stronger with time. So we have to stop waiting for this like inspired moment where we're no longer afraid to start because it's not coming. <laughs> there is no right time and we're most likely going to have to summon the courage we need to get started. And that's exactly why I'm here today to remind you that you absolutely have what it takes to create the life of your dreams, and it's not too late. And you're not alone on this journey. Like, I'm right here with you. And as I was preparing my notes for this episode, I did some research and I pulled up some stats on some incredible women who've achieved remarkable things later in life. And you and I can too. So let me give you some examples here. So did you know that Julia Child didn't even learn how to cook until she was in her 30s? And she didn't publish her first cookbook until she was 50? Or that Vera Wang didn't start designing wedding dresses until she was 40? And then there's Laura Ingalls Wilder, who's known for her little house books, which were based on her childhood experiences, but she didn't publish her first book until she was in her 60s. And then the series went on to become this like beloved classic American children's literature. 
And Mary Gaucher, she didn't begin her career as a full-time musician and songwriter until she was 40 years old. And she's had two major label records. And at 60 years old, she just recently signed a major publishing deal in Nashville. Take that, record execs. (laughs) But these women are proof that it's never too late to pursue your dreams, no matter your age or your circumstances, right? So if you're feeling insecure or afraid that you're too old to go after what you once felt called to, I just want to encourage you to take a deep breath and remind yourself that you absolutely have what it takes. You have so much potential and your dreams are still within reach. I think it's all just about taking that first step and believing in yourself. So what's your first step? Like, what is the first step that you can take? And if you're still feeling stuck in fear here, I got you. I've got three tips to help move you out of fear and into action. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. So number one, challenge your beliefs. Your beliefs about your age and success can hold you back from pursuing your dreams. So it's really important to challenge those beliefs and to reframe them in a positive light. So instead of thinking, I'm too old to pursue these dreams, try thinking, I have so much life experience and wisdom to pursue my dreams. Like all of that life experience, all that wisdom, it's only gonna help you and propel you forward word. Think of all that you've learned that's there to support you at this stage in your life. By shifting your mindset, you can feel more empowered and motivated to take action. So number two, break it down. Big dreams can feel really overwhelming, but breaking them down into smaller, achievable goals, little actionable, bite-sized bits, it can make it feel so much more manageable. So start by identifying what it is you want to achieve and then create yourself a step-by-step plan to get there. By taking those small steps consistently, you'll build momentum and you'll feel so much more confident in your ability as you start moving toward achieving your biggest dreams. So Number three, surround yourself with support. I know I preach this all the time, but it's because it's so freaking important. So pursuing your dreams can be really challenging, but having the right support system in place can make all the difference. So seek out like-minded folks who share your interests and your passions and who will hold you accountable. You can join online communities or local groups. And I'm going to remind you here that that is precisely what the Ambitious Mamas Club exists to do. And I would love to have you join us there if it's a good fit for you. But you can also seek out the support of a mentor or a life coach who can really help to guide you through the process and provide you with some valuable insight. So to sum it all up, by challenging your beliefs, breaking down your goals, and surrounding yourself with support, you can get into action. And your dreams are worth pursuing no matter your age. So please don't let the fear of being too old hold you back from achieving your goals. You're not behind and it's not too late. Take those little steps forward day by day, even if you only have five minutes here and there. Take what you can get. It doesn't have to be massive action. Little steps add up. I know I keep driving that point home too, but it's because I just believe it on a soul level. Take those little steps and embrace your own pace. Just like they say, stay in your lane. You don't have to try to go at anyone else's pace. Go at your own speed. You'll get where you're trying to go. (sighs) Okay. I feel like I just got really riled up there and was like speaking really intensely. (laughs) 
but it's because I feel so passionately about this. So I hope that you can feel my passion and intensity and that it's coming from a place of love. And like I'm giving myself this pep talk too, because I'm in this, I'm in this with you. (laughs) So as I begin to wrap this up, I just want to say again, how truly grateful I am that you're here, that you spend this time with me. And I'd like to ask that if you got something out of this episode and you want to spread some birthday cheer in my direction, then please consider subscribing to the show or leaving a review or sharing the podcast with a friend. That is like the best birthday present a podcasting mama like me could ask for. Or if you're feeling really ambitious, you could do all three. (laughs) Those things really do matter to us podcasters and they genuinely help to keep the show going. So I appreciate all of the ways that you choose to support what I'm creating here. I wouldn't be doing this if you weren't here with me. So I'm really, truly grateful for you. So until next time, may your dreams be ambitious. May your coffee be strong. And may we all embrace our age and move boldly in the direction of our dreams. I'll talk to you soon.